Proverbs 10, verses 14 through 17. The wise lay up knowledge, but the mouth of a fool brings ruin near. A rich man's wealth is his strong city. The poverty of the poor is their ruin. The wage of the righteous leads to life, the gain of the wicked to sin. Whoever heeds instruction is on the path to life, but he who rejects reproof leads others astray. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. More good and wise words from Proverbs, read by a good and wise man, <laughs> Jason Byers, Christ Covenant <laughs> Elder. Um, so as we as we go through, continue to go through Proverbs ten, we see more mouths of fools and rich men and all the like. So Jason, any any um, immediate thoughts jump out from the passage? Well, first it's. It's good to be on the podcast. I, I'm I'm always uh, impressed. I'm a faithful listener, and you guys do such a great job with the yeah, thank uh, you. daily yeah. readings and meditations. It's almost like um, you know when the game's going well and the starters are you know <laughs> you're, you're you're leading by thirty. It's time to put in the scrubs. And so uh, consider me the uh, the the ODR walk on. Hey, right? we're and, we're grateful to have a great depth chart. <laughs> if I if I make a layup, even the crowd will go wild. Right. Um, this is like this is a big Rudy moment. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I, I uh, several thoughts come to mind. This is like so many proverbs. Like this, you depending upon the angle that you're reading these, you can certainly um, almost glean uh, contradictory <laughs> points from yeah, this. But, but um, first thing that comes to mind in verse 14: the wise lay up knowledge, but the mouth of a fool brings ruin near. I, I think of the old aphorism that's often attributed to um, Abraham Lincoln could be apocryphal, but who knows? He says, um, "This is better be thought a fool and keep your mouth shut than to open your mouth. Like, better to keep your mouth shut and be thought a fool than to open your mouth and remove any doubt." So good. Um, yeah. I love so that. Um, this is again uh, of a piece with the counsel to be quick to listen, mm-hmm. slow to talk. Um, the wise lay up knowledge. It, it, this is a clearly a call um, to the right use of knowledge. The Proverbs, um, I think if there's a clear theme throughout the entire book of Proverbs, it is to uh, live in a way is to pursue wisdom. Yeah, and and um, uh, wisdom is not just the accumulation of knowledge, but it is the right application of knowledge mm-hmm. so that we live well. And so... Um, the instruction here, or the description of the wise person laying up knowledge, uh, brings to mind someone who um, sees life as a, in part, um, sort of a quest of lifelong learning. Of a person yeah. that surrounds themselves with wise people, that pursues accountability, that is constantly looking for lessons that can one day um, be applied to to um, the real circumstances of life in a wise way. Yeah. the The question that really jumped out to me that is kind of buried in this proverb. I, I just see this difference of input and output. Yeah. The wise person yeah, seeks input, the fool mm-hmm. seeks output. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a posture of humility in the wise, right? Uh, that is absolutely. like, I've, I've got a lot to learn. Yeah. I can mm-hmm. absorb a lot. Whereas the fool, I got a lot to say. I got a lot to say. I got yeah. a lot to teach somebody. Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. That's great. Which is a super convicting question. And yeah. And so I, I, I just find that, um, and, and, you know, we'll continue to see that. I think even in this passage, are you seeking wise input or are you just seeking your own output? Um, yeah. So, yeah, 
Moving on, a rich man's wealth is his strong city. The poverty of the poor is their ruin. You you mentioned some of these can be read in almost contradictory mm. different ways. And this is one of those, um, in my notes for a while, I just had a question mark by 15 um, because it it's very ambiguous. And then I, I had the broad idea of looking up the text comparison on Lagos to see if, you know, that would help and it didn't. <laughs> and so what what do you make of a rich man's wealth is a strong city? Well, in in, in a similar way that verse 14, it, I, I love the way that the, the, the lens you give us of there's a sense of taking in versus pouring out. Mm-hmm. Um, in a similar way in verse 15, um, there's a sense of storing something up mm-hmm. for is this is the way I read it? Uh, is there's a sense of storing something up, and there's great security and comfort and um, uh, strength that comes mm-hmm. from storing something up for an opportune time. In the same yeah. way that the wise would accumulate knowledge mm. uh, and lay it up for an opportune time to apply it. Um, I, I get the sim a similar sense in verse uh, 15 that um, as, as Jesus described in Luke Luke 16. Um, using to, the instruction he gave us to use worldly wealth to make friends. Yeah. In the same way, this this proverb here, verse fifteen, is is giving us a clear picture of the distinction between, uh, in some sense, the security that comes with wealth and the mm-hmm. utter ruin that can come from poverty. Um, yeah. And so, um, see a similar parallel with verse fourteen. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's really good. I kind of when you're talking about that, I kind of think of the the parable of the prodigal son who you know the the poverty of the poor was yeah. his ruin yeah. and you know it, it, it's kind of the sort of two types of poverty that we see are like even in proverbs there's sort of like this systemically impoverished person right. who can still be righteous and then there's like the foolish impoverished impoverished person as a result of his own exactly. foolishness ends up living exactly. in ruin in poverty yeah and so that yeah, I, I think that that is um, definitely a, a faithful reading. And, you know, I, I kind of read it differently where um, to me what what jumped out first was more of like this idea of earthly wealth versus like the wealth of wisdom yep. and knowledge. And yep. um, basically the idea that, you know, a rich man's wealth is his strong city. It's like this kingdom that he's built but the poverty of the poor is their ruin. Like it can be taken just like that. And I was even just thinking of these Old Testament kings who would lose these battles and be led away and they would go from king to impoverished. And, you know, ultimately it kind of leads you to the same, however you read this faithfully, like it leads you back to the same place where foolishness leads to impoverished ruin wisdom leads to life and yeah. establishment yeah that's good so yeah moving on to unless do you have any other no uh, i think uh, that's yeah. a great yeah cap to that one so yeah the 16 the wage of the righteous leads to life the gain of the wicked to sin uh in in like manner uh as the first two here i see this almost as like uh, the the righteous way of living, the storing up of knowledge, the mm-hmm. prudent uh, accumulation and use of of wealth, uh, 
generally speaking, like all proverbs, this is not a universal truth, but generally yeah. speaking, um, the uh, the result of that is abundant life mm. and and right living. And so, again, keeping with this theme of of storing things up, this now tells us what the benefit of storing up these, whether it's knowledge or or wealth, is that uh, in some cosmic sense, yeah, living rightly leads to Absolutely. abundant life. Yeah, I I found it interesting the difference of language between the wage of the righteous and the gain of the wicked, mm. and even looking at different translations, almost every other translation uses that sort of differentiation. So it's not just an ESV thing, but there's this sense, you know, a wage is like an honest earned asset. It's just, yeah, it's a to a to B it's deserved. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Whereas gain is more ambiguous. You know, there's, there's dishonest gain, Mm -hmm. there's righteous gain. There's um, all, you know, all sorts of there, there's like, quick hasty gain and they're slow and faithful and i i just found that interesting because there's also so many warnings throughout proverbs of dishonest gain and foolish gain Mm -hmm. and so there's also just this this idea of those faithful honest wages that the things that we put into life and, and take out like are we content to live that and just till the soil or you know, do we chase after these sort of get rich quick, mm-hmm. these hasty means? Immediate gratification. Yeah, well, the, yeah, exactly. And the, I think that's the like- The temptation is yeah. too much to bear for weak Absolutely. <laughs> human yeah. souls, right? We, yeah. It inevitably leads to, mm-hmm. to great sin. Yeah, and like the instant gratification culture, like it certainly leads to sin. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts on, on that? No, that's good, and I think with verse seventeen, you can almost read these. I know they don't necessarily build on one another, but you can read them in reverse order as sort of a a, um, a progression of of lessons here. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll read verse seventeen. Whoever heeds instruction is on the path to life, but he who rejects reproof leads others astray. So we're we're almost bookending this whole section between fourteen and seventeen. So we've whoever heeds instruction is on the path to life. That again brings to mind. Um, a laying up of knowledge, mm-hmm. right? Um, heeding instruction. Are, are we surrounding ourselves with with uh, wise people that are giving us instruction, that are correcting us when we when we go astray, that are encouraging us when we're when we're down? This that sort of uh, posture towards wisdom um, and the heeding of instruction that comes that way certainly leads to abundance of life. But mm-hmm. then again, um, the foolish. Uh, are are those that re- not only reject that sort of reproof, but then appeal to others to follow in a in a foolish path? Yeah, I, I found the phrase "he who rejects reproof leads others astray." That really grabbed me because so much of Proverbs is it's very individualistic speaking. Like mm-hmm. the fool comes to ruin. You know that sort of like your own actions like ruin your life or make your life sort of mentality. Mm-hmm. But here we see that, you know, foolishness and arrogance actually corrupts entire people groups. A, a, a pinch of yeast leavens the whole load. Exactly. Right? Yeah. 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 And, you know, even just like this week as we're recording this, there's so much in the 
church news sphere and the national news sphere and the international news sphere where, you know, the arrogance of one person or a small group of people um, really hurts and or negatively affects a, a massive group of others. And so, yeah, um, it, it's a it's a weighty thing when we when we refuse to accept reproof. No doubt. And it, it's a warning. It, yeah, it, it is a clear warning. Mm-hmm. Um, bad company corrupts good character. Mm-hmm. And, and we I mean, that's as we see this, as you say, in the, in the world all around us today. Um, mm-hmm. Temptation to sin is contagious. Mm-hmm. And so we ought to be careful. Yeah. Well, a good word. We'll be back tomorrow in Proverbs 10. So for Jason Byers, I am Will Carlisle. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.